And good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you with us this time of the day. Of course, this is our time where we bring in fantastic professionals in and around the area to talk about issues that are important to you. And today we are talking about telemedicine and we're spending our time with the Butler Health System today. So we're going to talk about telemedicine and and have you used it yet? I know we all know it's out there, but have you really gone through the process yet? So that'll be our discussion before we welcome in our doctor today. Let me just uh, give you the different ways that you can listen, because we do appreciate that you listen to us on the radio. Fantastic. You know, that's our first love. So 680 AM and 107.5 FM. But if you want to go digital, so have we. So you have Alexa power devices. You have the app, the ISR app, wherever you get your apps. You can download that to your device or devices. And then, of course, we're streaming online at WISR680.com. And there's a button there. You just click. It says Listen Live. Now, if you have to leave at some point in our conversation, you have to leave early, what you can do is go back to our website, WISR680.com. You're going to pick Programs in the menu bar and drop that down to Let's Talk. All right. All right, let's get to our discussion today. Dr. Kim Pierce is with us. Her specialty is internal medicine, the primary care centers, of course, and she is here to talk about telemedicine. Dr. Pierce, welcome to the program. Nice to talk to you this morning. Thank you so much, Tracy. It's great to be here with you, and we appreciate your time and and interest in our telehealth. Absolutely. And and I say welcome to the area, even though it's been three years. But, but in the span of being from the area, welcome to the area. You were originally from Sewickley, or that was the last place you, you were working? That was actually the last place. Um, I'm originally from Western New York. I'm from the Buffalo area. And my husband um, brought me back down to the Pittsburgh area. He's a uh, he works with the Pirates, and he said, I want to be back in Pittsburgh, and we made our home, and uh, I went to school at the University of Pittsburgh and stayed for my residency, and then had some offices down in the city area, and about three years ago, we moved to Renfrew, uh, right outside of Evans City, and just absolutely love it, and had some friends that worked at Butler, and they said, why are you driving to the city when we have this great place up here? And I can't tell you, it's been absolutely fantastic, despite having a COVID epidemic in the middle right, of, right, of right, just yeah. starting an office. It's been great. Well, and, and what is your perspective from working in the city, working other places, and, and then having Butler? Because our conversations over the years really have progressed to us having quite I don't want to say everything because I can't, you know, verify that we have absolutely everything, but we have so much more than we did 20, 30, 40 years ago. You know, we, it just absolutely. seems like we don't have to drive nearly as far or go to Pittsburgh to get the great care. We have that right here in the backyard. So what's your perspective on that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great question, Tracy, because I do think people tend to, and, and even myself, I mean, when you grow up at UPMC and that's where you, you know, kind of got your start, we think we are the Mecca. And everybody has to come down to Presby to get care. I think we are so blessed in this region that we have so much depth in clinical and uh, expertise talent in the medical field. And Butler has really done an amazing job over the 20 years of pulling in um, even higher talent. And I, you know, obviously we're not going to do a liver transplant up here. Right. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. But for your heart surgeries and your medical care, it's in, in some ways, I think, better because it's got a community aspect. You're part of the family. 
um, and and the care is, is is unparalleled, equal if not better. Yeah. So I I do think it's one of those little secrets in some ways, but it's it's getting out. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. Pierce, you are here to talk about telemedicine, and since you've been a doctor for quite some time. Has this been an option for people for quite some time? It's just that we didn't really use it until recently, or is this in the in the age of the medical field something relatively new? You know, and that's another great question, Tracy, because it has been out there, but it hasn't been as integrated in our care system, at least in this area. Um, we've had telehealth programs in the region. And you've also seen them, you know, kind of advertise for single options on, you know, over the Internet. You know, do you have, a, you know, a, a head cold or have a question, you can reach out to the, you know, pop-up doc online. But this has actually been integrated into your primary care office. And that really kind of was revolutionized during the COVID uh, pandemic when we really didn't have the opportunity to see people uh, in person as well as we really wanted to. So we, at least it, it, really in the whole region, uh, whether you go to Allegheny or UPMC, it really kind of blossomed where we said we're putting it into our primary care aspect. So let's say you're uh, not feeling well that day. You can actually portal in and come in over the computer and have that initial visit with your primary care doctor, who is your doctor, who knows you. Um, and we really didn't have that capability. It was typically another resource that was used, but it wasn't as integrated as, as we would have liked. And that just really was something that uh, the pandemic and technology uh, recently has allowed us to do. Yeah, I don't think that we knew really if we could do it, you know, I think before COVID, when we were forced into that, uh, that right. realm of healthcare, if you will, that I'm, I'm not sure that we just had that mental picture of what does that look like on the way of the patient? And what does it look like for the doctor? And uh, now that right. we're, we're here, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how readily, I don't say readily available, but, but how many individuals take you up on the offer of telemedicine? Some people have gotten so used to being online now that the, it's just so convenient to be able to use this. Oh, it's been fantastic. I mean, it's been great for my patients and myself and, and for a lot of the providers that we have here have really taken to it. And, and I'll even give you an example. Yesterday I had a patient and they were getting tied up in the office and they said, can we flip it to telemedicine? I said, absolutely. And, you know, right from her office, she could click in and we could have our visit and go over her recent medication changes and review her labs. And, you know, it didn't disrupt her day as it typically would. And it was a great visit. And it, it just gives us that extra opportunity to service patients in another way. And I don't know if this is, I chuckled last night, I was thinking of this, I was online with uh, someone else, not medically speaking, but just, you know, I, I had an appointment online. And I, I kind of chuckled because I thought, well, this is convenient. And it gives me so much more time in my day. But something else right? fills that time. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Yeah, I think our lives have gotten easier. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would love to be able to sit on the couch and watch some TV. But it just doesn't happen. So it, it's, it is convenient. But it, I, I think in certain 
scenarios, I think it is easier as a patient. I can't speak from the doctor's perspective. I'll leave that to you. But it, it does allow more time in the day to get other things done because I've noticed yeah. in some appointments, if I have to drive to Pittsburgh, it's an hour down, hour back, you have to wait, then you have the appointment. And, you know, next thing you know, like four or five hours out of your day is gone. When you have a telehealth appointment, it's like, you know, you have your appointment, and you're done, and you're on to other things. I know. It's fantastic, isn't it? It is. And so, but aren't there situations where you'd want to see the patient in person? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you can do that, too, in the sense that, um, you know, you can either have someone, uh, you know, based on the on the issue that's coming up on the on the on the appointment type, you can actually request that the patient come in in person. I have patients that prefer to come in in person um, and they, you know, luckily, uh, patients are pretty smart. And they have a good idea, oh, I really think I better be seen in person. But the other option, too, is it doesn't mean that the conversation stops. Uh, for instance, I had someone that came in and presented over the over the telemedicine first. So we're doing a video, and she mentioned something that she had, a rash that she wanted, and we couldn't quite, you know, get the, I couldn't get the gestalt off of it. So I said, can you just drive in. And she literally, you know, within an hour popped in and, and we kind of completed the visit in person. So talk about a true hybrid uh, telemedicine inpatient visit. Um, so there's flexibility there. But a lot of times, uh, you know, we'll say, I'll often kind of say, come in at least once a year for an annual so we can lay hands on you and see you and, and listen to the heart in person. And then uh, some of the follow-ups, if you're doing a medication adjustment or you have a quick uh, question to review some of your labs or a test, it's absolutely ideal to be on a, a televideo and save that time that you're talking about of driving down, getting ready, waiting in the room. Um, it's just instantaneous, so it, it works out nice. How important is it that you need to visibly see people? So let's say I want to make an appointment, telehealth, and I want to go ahead and um, meet you online. Is it crucial? Is it a requirement that you see people visibly? Because what I may say may not connect with what you're seeing. You know, so if I say that, you know, I don't know, I'm tired and you look at me and I'm, you know, ready to go out for the evening partying, it may not, you know, it doesn't connect. <laughs> or if I say I'm feeling fine and you visibly look at me in, in some uh, red flags go off for you that say, no, I think that there's something else going on. So how important is it that you visibly see somebody if they're going to be telehealth that you, you they turn on their camera? You know, I, I do think that's very important, especially if you don't know the person well. I mean, you can still pick up a lot uh, with a phone visit um, for certain things. Um, but when you can visually see the person, um, it definitely adds to that dimension and is often important and necessary in the diagnosis. Interestingly, you know, we kind of talk as clinicians when we're doing telemedicine. It's kind of the new way of doing a home visit or, uh, you know, taking your bag and, and doing home visits like you used to 25 years ago because you're actually getting a window into the place of where the person lives and what their environment is and maybe what what restrictions they have. Um, you know, 
how is their environment? Uh, do they have challenges that they're facing that you didn't even notice uh, prior? So it, 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 it's kind of, um, I, I would not want to do it exclusively, um, but it certainly adds an added dimension that we need to look at as a positive too. Do you find that some people forget to use the telehealth? And I chuckle at that because, you know, the other day, I now that I think back, we probably could have just done a telehealth uh, appointment <laughs> with a doctor. But in the moment, we didn't think of it, you know, and, and we know right. it's out there. We've been talking about telehealth now for how many years? And especially because of COVID and, and where we are with using telehealth. And then we get down to the moment where somebody feels ill in our house and uh, we think, well, we got to call the doctor, where we could just do a telehealth medicine appointment. Do you find that some folks are just forgetting? They're just not used to just jumping on board with telehealth? Um, another good question. That's a yes and no. I think a lot of times my answers are yes and no. I think some people do forget that it's available, but on the other hand, um, sometimes you just need that that added question, and hopefully, that's what our our care teams do here. Yeah. So if someone calls into our office and it's, um, you know, if it gets beyond more of a yes or no answer, it's how about if you have an appointment with Dr. Pierce today, and we can connect you at eleven o'clock uh, over a a virtual visit. If you have and, new if you have new patients, do they need to come in before they start the telehealth visits? That's provider dependent and also patient dependent. Um, I have done some, uh, especially during COVID, uh, some of the times when we weren't able to actually, um, you know, bring someone in because we were in quarantine. Um, we've done new patient appointments over the telemedicine and then uh, uh, followed up in person. So, Dr. Pierce, can you talk about the process in case we just haven't used telemedicine yet? Uh, what is the process to to go through this uh, appointment with you? Well, I've got to tell you, Tracy, I'm very um, spoiled here at Butler. We have a care center who does a lot of the legwork. So we have a portal that the patient can actually log into through their website or on their phone. And we have kind of a, a telemedicine concierge with our care center that helps them walk through uh, putting the program on their, uh, putting the app on their phone. And they can call our number at 833-602-CARE, which is 833-602-2273. And they will actually help them uh, get established, get a portal connection and figure out all the kinks to get them on. Our staff also is very well versed in it and do an amazing job to connect people. I will tell you, I am not an IT person, and I still am amazed at all the technology and how it works and how it gets plugged in. But they literally uh, do it so that both the patient and I are either um, looking on the computer and they're looking on their phone or their computer or their uh, laptop or their uh, iPad. Um, all of those versions are possible for them. We do have backup uh, systems if needed to reach them, um, but it's it's actually a pretty easy system to log into, and we have plenty of people to help them to do it. What do most people see you for, for telehealth medicine? Is it a range? Do you see typical cases come in? What do you see? 
Oh, I see a range of things. If I'm uh, just even kind of looking at my schedule today, um, we will do follow-up appointments for, uh, bl believe it or not, blood pressure, which you would think you would need to see in the office. But now we have so many wonderful technology that people are taking their blood pressures at home. Um, and so we can follow up for chronic illnesses. We can do acute visits. Um, I had someone yesterday that broke out with a rash on her face um, that probably turned out to be a drug allergy that she was thinking was more of a contact uh, reaction to a mask that she wore. Um, we, uh, I do acute visits, chronic illness follow-ups. I even do some consultations where someone has a question over um, a diagnostic test that they might have had somewhere else. Um, so it kind of ranges um, from anything and everything that you see in primary care. Anything that's going to make you feel better and, and be better. So can you share a screen whenever you are in this telehealth visit? Now, again, I always have a story why I'm asking these questions. But um, so I went to my doctor once and, I, and I, I took a picture of whatever was happening to my hand probably two weeks prior to my appointment with my doctor. And I took the picture to him and he was like, yes, I need to see that picture. That would be fantastic. So he got to see a picture. If you have like a picture of whatever was going on at the time that you called the doctor, can you share a screen? Do you know? And like show you the, the picture right there on the screen? Yes and no. Was that, was when you did that with your provider, did you already send the picture and it was, into the chart and then they could just upload it and share it? No, I went into the, I was in the office. So I took oh, my phone. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then so, you said like, can I, yeah, yes and no. I think sometimes that capability may be a little, a little difficult to do, but I have been able to share screens. So yes, some of my patients can send me the picture and we upload it into the chart. I can look at it. I can also um, pull up screens on my end and share it with them, and they can follow along with what I'm showing them. So let's say, um, you know, I want to show this is where your gallbladder is in your liver. So I can pull up that illustration and kind of circle it and say this is where this is, or this is the area that I'm looking at on, on your particular uh, uh, lab report, and this is what it says. Um, pictures. Some patients are good at using the portal and uploading those, and then I can pull them up. Um, but we're still, I think that's still an area that is um, developing. I just think that's a, a thought that some people may not have um, considered, that right? there, there, there are more and more benefits to telehealth. Again, folks, if you're having an emergency, call 911, go to the hospital. If you need please. to see the doctor in person, please do that. So I'm not trying to take away those options from anyone. But when, when you talk about telehealth and you, you talk about technology as we have it, you just think of more and more possibilities with it and more and more benefits Absolutely. as you talk about it. Absolutely. And in fact, I do tell my patients if they're sending you portal messages. Um, I have patients that will communicate to me through the actual EHR through a portal application, which is wonderful because it will go right into their chart so we can save messages and communicate back and forth. And we have a complete, you know, kind of pathway of where you can see what's happened. 
but I always tell them, please don't portal me with any emergency unless you're telling me you're already in the hospital. Yeah, right. <laughs> because, right. yeah, I, you don't want to miss something and have someone wait and not get the care that they need. What's your favorite part about telehealth? I think the flexibility and being able to reach my patients in a lot of different places. Um, I'm very fortunate. I have a great uh, group of patients, and I can have them, um, you know, I, I've actually had a patient kind of zoom in. Now, this gets a little technical, and during COVID, we were allowed to do it because of regulations, but I had patients that were in Chicago or California, and they could literally continue their care uh, with me and give me updates, and we could do it over a telemedicine uh, visit. With some of the restrictions uh, being put back on telemedicine, we have to be careful, and they patients typically need to be within the state of Pennsylvania, but it does give you that flexibility, and it allows you to reach people when they can't come in. Another great option is when someone's been in the hospital. I don't know about you, if you've ever been in the hospital, hopefully not, Tracy, but if you do, the last thing you want to do is come back in to see a doctor. And we can do some of those follow-up appointments through telemedicine. And that has been amazing for the patient. Do you find that you have a greater relationship with your patients, or at least they stay connected to you in some way? The reason I ask this question is because, you know, there are certain generations who remember having the same doctor all the way through, whether it's from the office to the hospital to, you know, follow-up appointments. It just seems like we've gotten to a point in medicine where you see your PCP, but if you have to go to the hospital or a specialist, you don't see the PCP anymore, you know? So it's kind of, it's breaking that relationship a little bit. So I'm wondering if telehealth has helped you to maintain the relationships with your with your uh, patients and, and keep them on board. You know, it. I think it definitely has. Because of the difference that had happened with COVID, um, prior to COVID, a lot of the telemedicine platforms that were established were an additional team to your primary care physician. So it might have been a group of, uh, you know, uh, physicians that weren't necessarily connected to you that were fielding those calls. And we actually do have our faster care does telemedicine too. So you can get an acute on-demand appointment with one of our faster care doctors. But this has really allowed you to connect back into your primary care physician and maintain that relationship. And I will tell you, Tracy, I'm an old doc. I love those relationships. I think it really adds to the care. Um, I know that things have changed, but I will tell you too, our base with telemedicine and, and when you talk to people, it's not just young people. It's all ages. And I would actually uh, challenge people to, to say that some of our patients and our seniors are maybe more adept and use the telemedicine almost even more frequently and love it. They're very good at, at, at telemedicine and navigating the portal and the and the processes. Dr. Pierce, so it's I'm, not just for the young. Yeah, and I'm wondering from your perspective, something you just mentioned a moment ago about the relationship. From your perspective, what does it mean to you when you have someone stick with you 
as a patient for quite some time. What does it mean to you when when they leave and go somewhere else? I'm not saying that, you know, that they can't go to another doctor. I'm just saying that from a patient's perspective, sometimes we like our doctor so much we want to stick with them. What's it mean to you as a doctor on the other end of that? Wow. Um, that is a, a really amazing question because I think it's probably what gives me some of the greatest joy in being a doctor is having those relationships, having the privilege to take care of a person, um, and be in that inner world of their health, that's uh, truly a privilege. And and having them have that trust in that relationship, uh, whether I know the answer or not, um, at least being able to share that and uh, help them uh, to become a healthier person is, um, I think, one of the best things about being a doctor. Well, Dr. Pierce, I'm glad that you're in the area now. I'm glad that you've moved to the Butler County area, we'll just say, knowing that you're in Renfrew. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that uh, you're enjoying this area, as well as your husband. I know that you guys moved a while ago to Pittsburgh uh, for him to... Is he still with the Pirates? He is. He is. Oh, good. Yeah, he's... uh, his name is Greg Brown, and he does the, the play-by-play, so we, oh, we have yeah. kind of a crazy lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, that's always fun. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. let me get your final thoughts on, on telemedicine before we run out of time here. Um, but just maybe recap our, our conversation and just the importance of knowing it's out there and, and that it works, and it's, it's very convenient. Yes, it does. Uh, telemedicine is, is here. It allows us to connect with our patients. It allows the patients uh, to have another avenue to take care of themselves and be flexible in this crazy life. Um, And I think, um, you know, it's only continuing to grow and add its dimensions. And uh, we're really excited to have it here in Butler, and we hope that everybody will uh, use it and uh, continue to support our, our Butler health system because we're here for the community and that's what's going to keep us strong and keep us growing so and what's the contact in, what's the, the contact information oh, so if we're going to consider yeah. yeah if we're going to consider doing telehealth do we call the pcp's office or do we call the butler health system's general number where do we go for that believe it or not all of the above tracy okay all right <laughs> you can do all of the above but you can go on to the website we have a website where you can just click in you can call our care center at the 833-602-CARE number, which is 833-602-2273. And you can call your provider's office. And when you click in for appointments, you can say, I'd like that to be a telemedicine appointment. Very and good. And they can help you get set up. Dr. Kim Pierce, uh, MD, right here with the Butler Health System. Thank you so much, Dr. Pierce. I appreciate oh, your Tracy, time. It's been wonderful talking to you and uh, really glad and glad to share telemedicine and and glad that you have the interest in us. So thanks. Well, thank you. And hopefully we'll get to talk again soon. And folks, thank I you. I hope so. Yes. And folks, thank you very much for joining us. I'm looking at the time. We are going to run out of time. So 
let me uh, point you to our podcast page because if you joined us late in this conversation and would like to listen to it again, what I'm going to do is point you to WISR680.com. Pick programs, drop that down to Let's Talk, and then you can hear our conversation there with the Butler Health System. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with the Butler Radio Network.